God, our Savior, you call us into your service. Make us wise and resourceful, children of the light who continue your work in this world with untiring concern for integrity and for justice. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. In the following passage from the book of Amos the prophet, we hear Amos speak out against those who oppress the poor. A reading from the book of the prophet Amos. Hear this, you that trample on the needy and bring to ruin the poor of the land, saying, When will the new moon be over so that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath so that we may offer wheat for sale? We will measure out less and charge more, and tamper with the scales, buying the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, and selling the sweepings of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, Surely, I will never forget any of their deeds. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the second reading, Paul writes to Timothy that we should pray for our leaders so that we can live a peaceful existence. Paul also reminds us that it is to Christ Jesus that we owe our soul allegiance. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all who are in high positions, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. This is right and is acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. For there is one God, there is also one mediator between God and the human race, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. This was attested at the right time. For this I was appointed a herald and an apostle, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, A rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship, because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, What shall I do now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. 
I know what I shall do, so that when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first he said, How much do you owe my master? He replied, One hundred measures of oil. He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for fifty. Then to another the steward said, And how much do you owe? He replied, One hundred cores of wheat. The steward said to him, Here is your promissory note. Write one for eighty. And the master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. And the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If, therefore, you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? If you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ. Ruach, Holy Spirit, enlighten our minds and our hearts to understand your word, to understand what Jesus teaches, and to live it. After proclaiming that gospel, Jack came, as he was coming by me, he said, good luck. (laughs) This is one of those gospels, uh, when I was a younger priest, uh, and we would make fun of old pastors who were preaching in unair-conditioned churches. This This was a Sunday with this gospel that the pastor's homily would be, please stand for the creed. (laughs) And I was thinking about that and thinking, you know, last week, Father Dick Baker was here and and he preached at all the masses. And uh, I should have booked him for this weekend. (laughs) I'm just, wow. The gospel text, the story that Jesus tells is really hard to understand. First of all, we have to know the background of the culture and secondly, we have to try to understand what, what is Jesus really trying to tell us? Is Jesus telling us we should be dishonest? Doesn't sound like Jesus. The background, the stewards, the job of the steward was kind of like being the bookkeeper for the owner. And what they did, however much the person borrowed from the owner, the steward, the bookkeeper, would add an interest rate. And in this story, when the steward says to the people who owe, uh, take that 80 and make it 20, 
what he's doing is giving up his own interest. He's giving us his interest, his share of that bill. What Jesus is telling us is that guy was pretty sharp because he was making sure that when he was fired as the, as the steward, he would have a place to be, make friends, make friends with wealth. It's a tricky text. Is Jesus telling us that money is bad? Is Jesus telling us that having stuff is evil? I don't think so. I think what Jesus is trying to tell us is only God can be God. Anything else, whether it's making a living or or buying a new house, a new car, That can't be number one in our lives. That cannot be our priority. What takes the most time in our lives? This text embarrasses me. Uh, How many of you read Sports Illustrated? Okay. Yeah, Bill and I and one other person are the only three in the pet. Yeah, right. This week I read Sports Illustrated cover to cover, including this 18-page article on Antonio Brown. I mean, really, could we care less? But anyway, besides Sports Illustrated, another periodical I get is called Sojourners. And Sojourners is written, it's, it's a Christian magazine, a Christian journal, that emphasizes the social gospel. Fran, I read Sports Illustrated cover to cover. I didn't really open Sojourners this week. (laughs) And then Jesus says that, and I think, oh, oh. What has priority in our lives? What do we do with what we've been given? I think one of the points of that story is that what we have, we've been given. And we've been given not to hoard it for ourselves, but we've been given what we've been given. Talent, energy, time, material possessions. We've been given those things to share with others. Not to hoard for ourselves, but to share with others. You cannot serve God and money. What will you do with real treasure? Real treasure is to be shared with those in need. Leo Tolstoy tells a story. And it's a story about a man. He was a farmer, Pahom. And Pahom inherited his family's farm. And he was really a successful farmer, Marge. He was unbelievable. I mean, really. He was so successful that when it, the opportunity presented itself, he, buyed, he bought the next farm and developed that. And after that was successful, he bought the next one and was successful in that farm, in that enterprise, 
until he owned all the property in his area, which was really good. You would think that would be enough. By the way, do you, do you remember the definition of what enough is? Enough is just a little bit more, huh? A little bit more. So you, uh, somebody came to him after travels and, say, and said to him, you know, there's land available with the Dashkirs tribe. And it's available, you can buy it, and it is the most beautiful land you will ever see. You will be extremely successful if you get the land from the Dashkirs. So he went, he sold his farm, he sold all the property, took the money, and he went to the Dashkirs. And there he spoke with the tribal chief of the Dashkirs. Uh, this land is, is beautiful. I've never seen anything so beautiful. No, no rocks, rich earth. How much will you charge me for it? And the chief said, we'll charge you a thousand ruples a day. What? A thousand ruples a day? What do you mean? He said, well, we really don't know how much this land would be worth. But what we do, you give us a thousand ruples, and then you walk, and as much of the land you can walk on in a day is what you pay, is what you'll have for your thousand ruples. A person can walk a long way. That's what we do. A thousand ruples a day for as much land as you can cross. Fine, I'll do that. But let me caution you. The chief said, uh, part of this is that when it comes to the end of the day, you have to make it all the way back to where you started in order to get the property. Okay. He was so excited. He, he didn't sleep at all. It's kind of like after your favorite college football team wins a close game. You can hardly <laughs> sleep at all. <clears throat> oh, come on, Tom. That was, that was easy. So he gets up bright and early at sunrise. He's at the field, and the chief is there, and the chief's men, and this farmer takes his shovel and he puts it in the earth. That's his starting point. So he begins his walk and he walks as fast as he can. And he looks and he says, I've got to keep moving here. And he kept moving. He, he didn't even stop to have a drink of water. He wanted to keep moving to, to get more property. And then he started to run. He ran and he ran. He didn't stop to have anything to eat. He kept moving and moving because he wanted to get that much property. And he was tired. By the end of the day, it was getting close to sunset. By the end of the day, he was almost exhausted. And then it hit, wait, I, I have to make it back. I have to make it back to my starting point before sunset. So he went as fast as he could his tired, tired body dragged and he 
kept going. And he saw at the starting point the chief. But he knew it was too far. He begged, I need more time, I need more time. But he got close to where the chief was standing at his starting point, and he collapsed. He was dead. The chief and his men took his shovel, and they dug a grave for him at his starting point. The length of the grave was the length from his head to his toes. And that's where he was buried. I need more time. I need more time. How much is enough? Enough is just a little bit more. Make friends for yourselves with material wealth. Everything we have is gift, not meant to be hoarded selfishly, but to be shared to build the kingdom of God here on earth. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.